Hi everybody, this is Wintry. This is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only podcast dedicated toward fantasy wrestling. If you're a return listener, thank you for listening. If you are a first-time listener, basically what I do is podcast, I compare WWE television, Raw, SmackDown, Preview, and I compare it to playing fantasy sports. I know a lot of you guys are playing fantasy football, but now's a great time because your season's probably over, you're probably five and six or whatever. Your season's over fantasy football. Now's a ty- great time to jump into fantasy wrestling. There's a lot of short seasons that you can jump into for fantasy wrestling. A lot of rules, a lot of regulations, and there's a lot of stuff you can do that are different than regular fantasy football. Um, anyways, I try to keep this under 15 minutes. Always, I will keep rambling on. I like to give you the three things we learned during the week. Um, they might not have to do with matches, but kind of three things you should pay attention to. I give you my top three fantasy studs of the week. These are wrestlers that had a good week in terms of fantasy. I give you my top three fantasy duds. These are wrestlers that had bad week in terms of fantasy. I also recap how I did my predictions for last week. That just ended, starts and sits. And I also gave you two starts and two sits for this upcoming week. And I like to end it with the fantasy wrestling stat of the week. Usually it has to do with somebody who um, just had a match or wrestled last week. And I'd like to see where it goes for the stand of the week. Uh, anyways, without further ado, let's go over the three things we learned during the week. They might not have to do with matches, but kind of just overview of what you should have paid attention to. Uh, number three is, it looks like there's some rift between Ridge Holland and Butch. It's been a slow brew for a while, um, but it looks like the uh, Brawl and Brutes are probably over. Uh, it's good for um, Butch, because now I can actually do a singles run. Bad in the fact that Ridge Holland isn't going to do so much by himself in singles. And I don't really expect a lot out of them. But it looks like that tag team is kind of over. Now Sheamus can't really hold them together as much as he did with him being out. And it looks like they're not going to really have too much going forward together. Uh, number two thing we learned is CM Punk returned. I'm actually going to tell you why this is number two and not number one in a second. Uh, he returned at the end of Survivor Series War Games. It's been a long t- time. It's been about nine years since he's been at WWE. I have him number two and not number one in the fact that I don't know how often he's going to fight. Um, I'm gonna, I, I don't want to say anything bad about CM Punk for a little bit. I'm going to stay off of that. But just in terms of fantasy, I don't, nobody knows what show he's going on. Nobody knows what current storyline he's going to have or he's going to arrive. Until any of that stuff gets cleared up, you can't really know where to take him for fantasy or what kind of level competition he's going until they decide anything you have to kind of be cautious of what you're going to take for CM Punk I don't know what title they're going after like I said if they're going to keep mid Carter upper level tier you got to kind of figure out where they're going to put him before you get all excited and the number one thing we learned during the week is also on Survivor Series Deadly Games War Games whatever it's called I keep seeing Deadly Games um is Randy Orton is back. He showed up on Cody Rhodes' team. Um, I have him above CM Punk as the number one uh, thing we learned during the week in the fact that Randy Orton is going to have more matches than CM Punk. Plus, everybody loves Randy Orton. Randy Orton can play a face or a heel. There's a lot more things you can do with Randy Orton than you can for CM Punk. Um... And it's good for if you want to pick him up because he will. I don't know if Randy Orton will get you a title shot, title 
world title or a mid-level title, but he's going to be immediately thrown into the upper-tier titles. Either he'll get a shot at, like, Kunther or Logan Paul or a world title match, or he'll fight enough matches where if he doesn't get a title, he'll get enough matches to qualify to help you out for fantasy. But Randy Orton is somebody you might want to jump on as soon as you can. Anyways, let's go into wrestlers that had a good week. These are wrestlers that are my fantasy studs of the week. Uh, number three is I have Gunther just at number three for defending his IC title against The Miz. I have this at number three because, one, it's a title defense, and, two, it's a nice quality opponent. That's why I have Gunther at number three. Number two, fantasy studs of the week, Natalia, Tegan Knox. They won a four-way four tag team match. Uh, basically to see who the number one contenders are for the women's tag team titles. Uh, this is kind of the, I don't want to say this is upset, but all the people that were in the match, I, I, it was kind of a pickup match, but them winning that match, nobody was starting in Tegan Knox or Natalia just because they're inconsistent in when their matches are. But if you had them, good for you. If you didn't, uh, nobody really did, so you really lose out. But it was good quality points for winning that match via Natalia or Tegan Knox. And the number one fantasy studs of the week, even though they lost in the War Games match, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, because they successfully defended their tag team titles on SmackDown against the Street Profits, I would say this was a toss-up match going into the pay-per-view. Um, I didn't know what directions they were going to go in. Uh, and I could have saw the Street Profits win this match, so I would say this is about a 50-50 chance of the Street Profits winning, which they did not. So that's why I have Judgment Day, more specifically, Priest and Valor, just because they successfully defended their tag team titles. On the opposite of the spectrum, if you have studs, you have to have duds. These are wrestlers that had a bad week in terms of fantasy. Um, number three I have is Carlito, just in the fact that he was supposed to do a promo on SmackDown. He got attacked. Next thing you know, his match against Santos Escobar got canceled in the pay-per-view. And how quickly he got replaced by Dragon Lee. I don't know why Carlito got taken out of his match as quickly as he did. There was a nice build-up of this match. I don't think Carlito's hate hurt. There's got to be a reason why this match didn't happen. Nobody really knows why. But I have Carlito as my number three guy. Uh, fancy dud, just in the fact that he wasn't going to win against Santos Escobar, but it's kind of weird how you take a guy out, you know, the day before pay-per-view, but we'll find out about that later. Uh, number two, Zia Lee. She had momentum going in uh, to Raw. There was an outside chance she could have beat Becky Lynch. She did not. She killed any and all momentum she had. She had about two, two or three-week stretch where she was looking pretty good. They kind of built her up with their spinning knockout kick, whatever it was called. It doesn't matter. They built her up. They're like, hey, you know what? Maybe she can get a, a double count out against Becky Lynch, which it looked like during the match that was going to happen, but it did not. Um, and Zia Lee lost that match clean, which kind of killed all of her momentum. So, it, listen, she's back to the end of the pile. Don't talk to me about Zia Lee, how she can beat, beat anybody. Just never mind. That's why I have her as my number two fantasy dud of the week. And my number one fantasy dud of the week is, you got to follow me, it, it sounds stupid, is Randy Orton in the fact that he was overshadowed, even though he had a phenomenal war games. 
He looked impressive. Everything looked good. All his moves, move sets, just everything looked good in the match for Randy Orton. I got Randy Orton as my number one dud of the week in that his return got overshadowed by CM Punk. Now listen, if there is anybody that you want to don't want to piss off, it's it's Randy Orton. I understand you, they brought CM Punk back. Fine, whatever. You could have you could have waited to Monday Night Raw. You could have brought him back at SmackDown. But now you brought him back on the pay-per-view, and it overshadowed Randy Orton's great performance. So even though Randy Orton won, I still have him as my number one fantasy dud of the week in the fact that he just got overshadowed. I know it didn't make a lot of sense, but, you know, somebody has to be the number one dud, I think, too. Okay, let's get into this week's starts and sits. Uh, these include the Raw the Smack, and SmackDown this week. Well, okay, sorry, before I do that, let's see how, uh, let's see how good my predictions were for last week that I just ended. Uh, number one, I said to start Bianca Belair's team um, uh, against Damage Control. I was correct on that. I said to start Santos Escobar. I said he was going to win against Carlito. He did not win against Carlito. He, he won against Dragon Lee. I was correct on that. I said to sit Zoe Stark uh, against Rhea Ripley. I said she's not going to win the title. I was correct on that. And I said to sit The Miz. He's going to lose to Gunther, which I was correct. So I was for four for the week. Yay, go me. As for this week starts and sit. First person I'm going to start is Randy Orton. I know I've talked to him a lot on this show. But Randy Orton, he's going to fight someone. He's going to be on Raw. I don't know who it is, but he is going to beat somebody. Just to get out that ring rust. So I'm going to start Randy Orton. Uh, the number two person I'm going to start is Bronson Reed. He is taking on Ivar. Uh, yeah, Bronson Reed is—he's kind of stuck in no man's land, but he can—he wins against people. If it's not for a title, he actually wins more often than you would think. So I'm gonna start Bronson Reed against Ivar. That'll be the end of this rivalry. We'll see where Bronson Reed goes after this. Next person I'm gonna sit is Nakamura. Okay, Nakamura is done taking on the Alpha Academy. Um, and he's still doing these promos. Since he's done with the Elf Academy and he's just doing the promos, I don't know what direction they're going to go with. And I don't think he's talking about CM Punk in the promos. So I'm going to sit Nakamura, and I think that he's not going to have a match. I'm also going to sit CM Punk just because he's not going to have a match either this week. I don't think so. I think he's going to run a promo. He's going to talk about how he's been gone for 10 years. Whatever. I'm not going to start CM Punk this week. So really, recap, I'm going to start Randy Orton. I'm going to start... Bronson Reed, I'm going to sit Nakamura, and I am going to sit everybody's favorite CM Punk. As for the Fantasy Wrestling Stat of the Week, it actually pertains to CM Punk. I don't know when the next time he's going to have a match is. Doesn't matter. He's fought in singles matches. He's fought in tag matches. But the last time he fought in a six-man tag match that he won was all the way back in December of 2013, which is a long time ago. Yes. Um, yes. So, but out of the six people in that match, five of them are still in the WWE. Him, both of you, and two-thirds of the Shield. The only person not in that match is Dean Ambrose, who's actually in AEW. So it's kind of weird that the last time he was in a multi-person match, not kind of the Rumble, um, where he was in a multi-person match, most of the people are still in the WWE. So there's still a lot of people he talks to. A lot of people still remember him. And 
it's going to see how refreshes some of these old rivalries or what they do with a lot of wrestlers that hasn't fought them before. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed Survivor Series War Games. Uh, there's not really a lot planned this week. I know they have um, a tag team gauntlet number one contenders match on Raw. It involves a New Day. It involves DIY. It involves Indusheer. Um, they didn't really announce everybody who's in the match. But it's supposed to be number one contenders for the um, tag titles. I don't know who's going to win. It doesn't matter. I think Alpha Academy is in it too. I didn't touch that match from where it starts and sits, just in the fact that you don't know the order and you don't know who's in the match. So you got to kind of be a little off on taking somebody that's not going to be in the match. Uh, and that's about it. I'm expecting a lot of promos between Orton and CM Punk and maybe a little confrontation between Butch and Ridge Holland. That's it for this week for Fantasy Wrestling. Remember, you guys can hit me up at Mike at Real Wintry. That is my Twitter account. And if you have any questions, or comments, you guys could always hit me up below that. And I uh, hope you guys enjoy this week when should be the most anticipated Monday Night Raw in a long time with CM Punk returning and probably doing something. Uh, thank you for listening. Remember, you can't spell Wintry without W-I-N. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye.